what's good? Top of the top, episode 197, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just an episode. Saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. All streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor app, YouTube. Leave comments, leave reviews, subscribe. Put your people on. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Before we get into this episode, I had my homeboy Jake pull up on me a couple weeks ago. I want to say we did this Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken. So towards the end, we get into a lot of sports talk. So if some of it sound outdated or we the predictions or something like that may be wrong just because we recorded that ahead of time. So think back to probably, yeah, New Year's, not New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. We recorded that part then, so... Just to let y'all know, when we get to the sports segment, it might sound a little outdated. So just a heads up with that. Uh, also, no episode next week. No episode next week. I'm going to come back the week after. If I'm not mistaken, let me check the date. I don't want to you know, give out false information. So y'all hearing this to set the week of the 17th. So no episode the 24th. I'll be back on the 31st with the new episode. So no episode next week. I'll be back on the 31st. So yeah, just a heads up with that. And not to hold y'all up any longer, give it to y'all, episode 197. Shout out to my boy Jake. Let's get to it. Yo, it's your boy Tyler, back with another guest. Make some noise. Close friend, close homie, my bro, Jake in the building. Jake Knight, what it do, family? <laughs> hey, man. It's a you. round of applause. It's yes, a round yes, of applause. Yes. Finally, thank you for inviting me. This has been an honor. This is a Christmas gift to myself. Oh, for sure, bro. Anytime. Yes. Just Jake, really your third time on the podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah, two times on audio, first time visual. Yep, because we was at the crib with uh, Watts, everybody. Mm-hmm. That was pre-video, and I called you in a couple months ago talking about one of the wrestling events. It was a Clash at the Castle. Clash at the Castle. So this your first time in person, third time. On the podcast, so thank you for coming through, man. Taking time out your schedule. It was good, man. Making man. it through this weather, you know oh, what I'm saying? So it, it is cold. Remember, yeah. when you uh, asked me, think over Thanksgiving break, you was like, "Hey, man, can you come on the podcast?" I'm like, "Shit, I come on tomorrow." Yeah, 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 man. Because we do this with, with, like regardless. So oh, anytime yeah. we link up, we have conversations about music, sports, life in general. So oh, yeah. it was just an easy call, man. Jake came through. He pulled up. He was on time. On schedule, so I really appreciate that aspect of it. So, once again, man, thank you for coming through, bro. Hey, man, th- thanks for inviting me, thinking to me as a, hey, man, I think he's interested in the talk, so people would like to hear what he got to say. But thank you for inviting me on your platform. So, first, man, let's start with, I'll say your food page. Okay, okay. Let's start with that, because I think that's very interesting. As somebody who does the TikToks, travel with it now. Mm-hmm. So, how did that idea come about? Well, uh, I was take it back to the childhood growing up. And I guess in a multi, multi-cultural, multi-race household, because I am, they're probably looking at me like, what the hell he is? Yeah. I'm, a, uh, <laughs> I'm half black, half Filipino. And already there, that's two different cuisines under one household. You know, like you have your, you know, your fried chicken, pork mm-hmm. chops, mac and cheese, all that stuff. Also, the Filipino side, my mom made like uh, adobo. It's mm-hmm. like you have your chicken adobo and pork adobo. That's like the quote-unquote national dish mm-hmm. in the Philippines. Real easy to make. It's like a soy sauce and vinegar, um, salt, not sauce, but like 
basically like soy sauce vinegar, put in your garlic, peppercorns, bay leaves, and kind of let your, your meat, chicken, or pork like braise in it. Mm-hmm. Put some onions in there, garlic, and put over some white rice. Can't go wrong with that. Okay. Then we had other uh, stuff growing up. Um, we had a lumpia, basically like a spring roll, egg roll. Mm-hmm. And then we had a shopao, which is like a uh, steam, a steam pork or chicken dish. So it's like a yeah, steam bone, like some meat inside of it. Okay. And then we had something called a puto, P-U-T-O. Okay. It's kind of like a, I ain't had it in years. It was kind of like a sponge cake texture. And it's like the size of a, you know, them, like them little bites you get at Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the size of okay. that. And growing up, we had like when my when my mom ordered it from the lady, she made like we would get like probably like I was like a hundred of them, and all of them are like different colors. Okay. So yeah, so growing up, that kind of basically growing up in a multi like race household, that that right there kind of sparked your interest in different tasting different foods. Or yeah, yeah, basically expanded my palate. And okay. Then growing up, my mom she worked at a. Uh, I think uh, I I still don't know to this day what exactly it was, but it was like a a printing manufacturer or something like that. They printed mm-hmm. out like brochures, pamphlets, stuff like that. At one time, I think it was the summer of tenth grade going to eleventh grade year. Mm-hmm. She brought home a cookbook. Okay. And then I was just reading it. I was making like pizza, brownies. Those were the two main dishes I remember because I remember they kept getting mad at me when I was like, "Hey, can you go to the store and get this after work and this yeah. after work?" So it's like just pick one thing and stick with it. And I had this uh, blonde brownie recipe. Okay. I think it's just makes you replace the cocoa with the brown sugar. Okay. And I tried to perfect that mm-hmm. <laughs> over that summer. But yeah, I think just like that growing up, like I said, multicultural household, mm-hmm. just cooking a little bit here and there growing up kind of sparked my interest. And it was just something I sat on for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, just starting the food page because uh, I stayed watching Food Network growing up. And yeah. now. You got your food YouTubers, mm-hmm. and um, I was okay. You know, I want to, I want to highlight stuff in my area. Yeah, but in not saying Columbus got a good food scene. Columbus got a great food scene, especially it, it started booming. Yeah, over the past let's say five years or so. Yeah, but something just I don't know. Like I just you know I started second guessing myself. Like, well, who want to watch me do this and yada yada man, yada. You'll be surprised, man. Then, then, yeah, <laughs> then, uh, when earlier this year when I got a, a job. Like north of Atlanta, you know, just like you know what, new town, new food. Let me just you know finally get this food page thing going. It's been it's been fun, man. Yeah, uh, we're on TikTok and Instagram. Or Instagram, I'm, I'm mainly on Instagram, but I'm on TikTok as well. Um, debating on a Facebook page, more than likely I'll make one sometime next year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, I've been having fun, man. Just trying out new things. I think this food page made me. Step out my comfort zone. Exactly. And just try food I, I never had because I would have never tried <laughs> vegan food yeah. if it wasn't for this food page. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, sorry for the long so No, nah, you're good. You're good. So, from the move from Columbus to where you at now near Atlanta area, what are some places that – I don't want to say you got to shout one out and down the other, but what are some places that you recommend people go to or different foods that people tried that you didn't try before that you got put on to? while doing this food page that you wasn't on before. Okay, some places, usually, I I like going to food halls. Mm-hmm. It's like one location, and there's multiple venues there, so you get a little bit of everything in one place. So I say someone's like, hey, Jacob, I want to go to Atlanta. Where do I go? There's a few spots. Uh, probably my favorite food hall I went to is called uh, The Works. It's like Upper West Side Atlanta. They, I think I'll speak it to the lady. only been there for a couple of years, but mm-hmm. I actually went there earlier this month to go film some stuff. We had a... Uh, 
I had a Vietnamese food that had a, a bon mi. It's kind of like a Vietnamese sandwich, mm-hmm. which was really good. That had a this place called Bait Kitchen. It had was a it was a South African street food. Okay, and that was pretty cool. That's probably my favorite food hall I've been to. If I had to pick a couple favorite, like just um, just like just standalone restaurants. Yeah, there was this ramen spot in Midtown called a. I was getting the name wrong. I was <laughs> but your name is. Kino Tori Ramen, mm-hmm. and right there, I had uh, some called Takoyaki for okay. the first time, and it's like it's like a hole in the wall ramen shop. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's called a uh, Takoyaki. Um, how how I explain this? Yeah, technically, people call it deep fried octopus balls, but you know, like some people, <laughs> yeah. if I say that, they think it's the actual, yeah, the actual thing. But it's, if I had to just compare, it's let's say it's a hush puppy with like octopus in it. Okay, and like you know, you bite into it. And it's like a flavor bond. There was so much stuff going on. It was like on the verge of too much, but it was just enough just to get you like, wow, this is so I never tasted before. Mm-hmm. And once you get past like you're chewing on the suction, yeah, it t- tastes pretty good. Okay, dope. So you're saying you was like hesitant about starting the food page and everything. So how did you adjust going to restaurants and filming content? Oh, uh, my plan is normally I try to go as soon as it opens. So let's say a spot opens at. 11, 11 30, try to pull up around that time. Usually nobody there. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's why I usually get all my content. But sometimes I try to film like in a corner because mm-hmm. you know how you know how the people poke fun at food content creators. They got yeah, the yeah. they bring the lighting stick, they bring the DSLR camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all up doing this. Uh-huh. I'm like real quick with it, like like uh, what's the word? I'm very uh, I use a uh, precision. Like sometimes mm-hmm. that's be like this. Then look around, make sure no one's looking at me. Yeah, I don't, either way, I don't care. You know, like, yeah. I be like this, then yeah, I get it done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But nine times out of ten, I be I usually try to be in the back corner or get there as soon as it opens, so it's not the many people there. Okay, so how was it doing the traveling? I know you went to Houston over okay. the summer. No, that was a uh, September for my birthday. September. Okay, so how was that? Was that more for one? Of course, it was some leisure because you're mm-hmm. going out of town and doing all that. So that was the first place on your list where you like let me go outside of. Well, I'm normally at the Atlanta area, Columbus area. Let me go to a place I know it's a lot of food, different types of food. So was Houston number one on your list, or you just, like, pick from a hat and decided, oh, I'm going to go to Houston? Well, funny story. Uh, yeah, because I wanted to go – originally I wanted to go to Charlotte, North Carolina for my birthday. But okay. I was like, you know what, let me just let me just uh, splurge on myself, go somewhere else they got to fly to. And mm-hmm. I just Googled a uh, cheap flight from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And Houston was number three behind – Think fit think it was Philly and Dallas. Okay, it was like Houston, cool little city. I always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Flew there. Well, of course, I looked up spots there. Like I knew I wanted to go to a barbecue place. You know, Houston is mm-hmm. where Texas is known for their barbecue. Yeah, I looked up that. Looked up, looked up a couple of food halls there just to hit a, couple, a lot of spots at one time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Houston, real real good food city. Okay, dope. And uh, I told you in terms of food halls, I went to that Marietta, oh, Marietta yeah. Square, and that Cafe Bourbon Street. Tell me, man, just – I saw you finally went to Papa those too. How was it? Uh, it was good. It was for my uncle's uh, retirement dinner. Okay. Like, I, I didn't want to film because he said he paid for everybody. It was something in my soul. It yeah. didn't feel right. Yeah. You know, when food I didn't t- technically pay for yeah, because yeah. Uh, we got there. He just – it was the uncle that uh, – that, that we stayed in oh, for yeah. the concert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I still talked to him. I was like, hey, man – uh, unk, my friends, man, they still talk about how nice you were when we stayed over. Yeah, for the uh, Kendrick Lamar TDE concert. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, that uh, was a fun time, man, for sure. Oh, yeah, so he just gave everybody 
a seventy dollar gift card. And I was like, oh, I could work with this. Yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to Unc. <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out to Uncle man. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that was my first time. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I love it. I love Papa Dose. Uh, sticking with the food, real quick, the food page and everything. How do you adapt to the social media? Because you one person who I know, like I go to your Instagram, mm-hmm. your so yeah, I'm eating Instagram page. I'm like, damn, Jake killing these reels and the TikToks. And I see you'll repost, like the actual restaurant you tag them, uh-huh. they'll repost it. So how did that feel knowing that something you was hesitant about at first, now you're doing it, you, you upload content, and you see, oh, okay, if I do this, the restaurants will repost it. You might, who knows, you can build a relationship mm-hmm. with the con- with the uh, restaurant owners or something like that. So how did that feel knowing that something you was hesitant about is kind of coming back around and you saying, you saying to yourself, oh, okay, this can work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, the goal for me, I did do, I did do this for fun. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The goal was not to get big and yeah, <laughs> but you never, you never know though. Cause oh yeah, like you said, the food channel. We seen people just damn, bro, just eating, okay. traveling and eating. Like, oh yeah, like, like the end goal was like, you know, if if I if I don't make it big, I'm not I'm not gonna sit back and be like, oh, this was a failure. You know, I'm doing exactly this, doing this for fun. But hey, you never know. If something happens if someone sees me and they want to sponsor me or whatever. Hey, I'll. Take the opportunity if if it's right, but yeah, like the goal is not to tap when I tag a restaurant and them to respond or share my share my stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's more of a um, how I put this. I can't think think of the word. It just so happened they re, they reposted. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Like, yeah, like some of them like they DM me. You know, sometimes we on Instagram we get tagged and something is like in a message saying hey so and so tagged you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them like message me like hey thanks for stopping by. Some of them repost. Mm-hmm. Some of them actually follow back. Yeah, which I'm pretty. Uh, blessed, to, you know, because they don't, they didn't have to do that. You yeah. know, you got like ten thousand followers, but only follow like a hundred people. But mm-hmm. one of them, one hundred people, is me. Yeah, I'm like, dang. You know, when you think about it, like, dang. Yeah, man, just show the power of social uh, social media. Like, I we we down it a lot, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of positives that can come from. You can make a lot of connections from people that you never would expect just by tagging them or just by hashtagging. The right content, whatever. You never know who you may reach, cause I'm sure you see it like I see. It's like, dang, like you'll post something, you'll get this many views, but then your mind, you like, Shit, this video going crazy. It's like, of course, it may be bots and all that, but uh-huh. you still like, hey, it reached oh, yeah. a certain amount of people. So you got to take the small L's with uh, not the small L, the small W's with the big W's at the end of the day. Like I know people like to say, yo, this all these bots and all that. Like you see the bots, but hey, man, when you Actually, getting real interaction with these restaurants, and mm-hmm. like you said, they following you. Mm-hmm. You gotta salute that at the end of the day, too. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, so that's that's dope, man. Yeah, because one of my things is is uh in everything, no matter what kind of content creating you're ready doing a food page, podcasting, workout videos, whatever. Mm-hmm. I tell myself everything's not gonna be a home run. Hell yeah! Like there's videos on my Instagram. I think my highest video is 30k. Mm-hmm. My lowest videos like. 250. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you get them 250 view videos. It's kind of humbling. Yeah. Because you expect their video. But you still respect those 250, though. Oh, yeah. Because they, they took time out to look. Yeah, yeah. And I think any traction, whether, like I said, it's bots, it's negative comments. I have gotten a couple. Me, like, uh, I don't think it's really, a, it, was, it wasn't really a, a hate comment. It was like, a, I was I went to this barbecue place in Houston. Yeah. And I, I ate a, a boudin sausage. You ever had a boudin sausage? Nah. I think it's. If I'm correct, I, I heard of it, yeah. but I never, yeah. I think it's popular in like the Gulf, like mm-hmm. New Orleans and Mobile and all that stuff. But uh, um, I had a brisket boudin. Of course, we're in Texas. Yeah. And you already know how social media is when a man eats a hot dog. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> the glizzy. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> a dude commented. He called me, uh, 
I, I actually tried to look it up yesterday so I get the the, uh, the phrasing right. Yeah. What is the weed? The thing called me a a glizzy gobbler. <laughs> Gizz, a glizzy gobbler. Yo, the glizzy. Yeah, hey, they be killing me with that. Yes, yeah. Then, one time, uh, I posted on my posting on my story. I was eating like a, a beef skewer. Yeah. And you know, Micah who makes our logos. Shout yeah. Out to, shout out to Micah. Micah. Yeah. Shout out to Micah. He was like, Jacob, uh, are you comfortable eating all that meat on camera? <laughs> <laughs> and I just responded. It just comes with the territory, yeah, man. You like, know what you signed up for, Like, man. Uh, how else am I supposed to eat a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> as long as you don't have licking no ice cream and nothing like that, you all right. But you got to eat the hot dog. Yeah, the there's only one dog. way to eat a hot yeah. dog. <laughs> Shout out to Micah. Yeah. And, uh, and someone else was like, uh, on a comment, I think on that same barbecue video, they was like, the food look good till you start eating it. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what I'm supposed to do with the food, just, just recording yeah, and just sit there. Throw it away. Like, what the yeah. hell? Hell nah. But uh, either way, I just look at those be like, hey, even though that was a hateful comment, it's still a comment. It's still a comment, you yeah. Still, thank you for the view. Yeah, thank you. And I think that just goes back, for some reason, I just always, it like, it goes back to the fact that we were active and we was outside before social media. So we know, like, yo, we know it's a difference between internet people and real life. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Michael, that's your boy. But, you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to joke. Oh, yeah. So when we see it on the internet, it's not like we're going to go back and forth with nobody about how to eat a hot dog and how to, uh, what he was talking about, the glizzy gobbler. Yeah. Like, we ain't about to go back and forth. Like, okay, that was funny. Like, we we say jokes in person. Yeah, so like, we not we not uncommon with joking on people and, all the, and receiving jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, social media. My thing is, if you have a anime girl or a Ford F one fifty as a profile picture, I'm not going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, you know? or no profile picture oh, at yeah. all. Yeah, and you got if you still got numbers and all that in your at, I know you a bot probably like whatever, whatever one nine six zero three five four. I'm like, come on, man. Like, all right, you got it. Yeah, it's all subjective, you know. Like, yeah. But anyway, still, thank you for the view. Thank yeah. you for the like. Thank you for the comment. Bumps up in the algorithm. All right, so switching lanes. From podcasting to newsletter, High Times newsletter. Mm-hmm. How did all that come about? I'm still interested to see how that transition, what made that transition happen. Okay, so I started off podcasting. Well, I got the idea. First, I think you started off mm-hmm. doing it. Then I think it was the late 2018. I was visiting my cousin in California. Uh, she's like a model, but she does like different stuff. I think she did like art, and now she does like photography on the side. And I was just talking to her. I was like, yeah, um, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. She was like, yeah, you know, she was very supportive. I'm like, yeah, go for it, all that stuff. All right. You know, then I was working two jobs at a time, uh, the job I had. Then I worked at a Little Caesars mm-hmm. uh, as my second job. And I was starting to get burned out working two jobs. And I think I was about to leave Little Caesars, like, in May, 20, May 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, so I'm about to have all this free time. So let me just do this podcast thing, see how it is. I think I called you, hit you up for some, you know, to pick your brain about stuff as well. Yeah. Started it, had a lot of fun doing it. 160 episodes in, talked a whole bunch of, you know, Marvel, DC sports, anime, just other stuff that I like and I assume other people like as well because one of my um, inspirations to start a podcast was like, you know, we're all adults. We got, at the time, you know, college, school, work. All that stuff. We don't see each other every day. Talk, don't talk every day. Yeah. And every time I ran into friends, it was like you and any other friends. We all talked about sports, mm-hmm. the Marvel movies, all that stuff. And I'm like, let me just combine all that into one. Right. Like we don't talk every day, but maybe if they still want to know my right. th- my thoughts or have someone talk about it, exactly. Podcast yeah. form. Like I said, had fun. 160 episodes. 
think Black Panther was the last podcast episode. The newest Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, my Anchor account got hacked. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Then, but that wasn't like the straw that broke the camel's okay, back. Okay. Okay. Like two, the, like the last two months, I just felt, I felt like it, it was becoming a hassle, mm. like something like, oh, I gotta do it, do it this week, you know, yeah. rather than looking forward to doing it, yeah. rather than oh, this is something I usually do in the week when you go and knock it out. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was times where I was doing it all on a Sunday, like I type it up, read it, make sure it's right, record it, mm-hmm. edit it. So that's like maybe a four hour process. Yeah. Then I was just getting burnt out on it, and I was like, you know what? I think, well, since it got hacked, I think it's a good time to transition into a newsletter because no pun intended. I talk about the Marvel movies a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the end game. No pun intended. Like I said, it was always a was a, a newsletter and or blog. Mm-hmm. I just basically expedited the process. Okay. And I was gonna wait until the new year to post it, like the hey, and now hey, I'm doing this, all that stuff. I was like, you know what? It's Thanksgiving break. Take a couple weeks off, and we just uh, rebrand it, I guess. Yeah. And that's how the High Times newsletter was uh, born, even though on social media it's still a high infinity pod because Facebook is giving me a hard time with the name change. I tried to change mm-hmm. it a couple of times. They're like, well, you know, um, this page is the name. People might misconstrue it for something else. Oh, it's the name that they yeah. trip. Okay, I'm thinking you having trouble just changing the name. Oh, no. Oh, it's the, okay. Like, so they tell me other Facebook pages have. Smokers Club. And yeah, Smokers yeah, Club. Yeah. We, we sell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I can't change to the high time. People might think, okay. Oh, talking about drugs. Okay, I know you said I'm trying to change the name, but they give me a heart. I'm thinking just the simple fact that they won't let you change the name. I didn't know it was the name of what you're trying to change. Yeah. That would, okay. And I thought about changing it again, but I was like, I already uh, put it out there. I'm changing it to this. Let me just keep it. And of course, with Twitter, with after Elon Musk bought it, you can't you can't change your name unless you uh, put the Twitter blue. Mm-hmm, yeah, I ain't, I ain't paying twelve dollars to be on Twitter. Nah, so nah. They've been they've been talking about that for years. Talking about yeah, y'all gotta, y'all gotta start paying for Twitter. If I gotta pay for Twitter, I'm leaving Twitter. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not paying just to go on social media. I ain't paying uh, for an edit button. Yeah, I'm not paying for that. No. Yeah, but it's still it's the High Times news order or, or the High Times, but it's still under the the podcast social oh. media tags. Okay, then. Dope. And I appreciate you doing the newsletter because, you know, we went to Troy University. Mm-hmm. You seen me in the J Lab. I saw you in the J Lab. We come from typing up or, like, if you like me, you got to write a five-page essay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I write it down first, then I type it up. So we come from that. So it's good to see people still can go on and type blogs and put it into words and not necessarily speak because oh, yeah. that's something, you know, the biggest knock with podcasting, everybody got a voice. And some people don't use their voice to their best what they should in terms of just coming on here and giving out false information or just, like I said, being disrespectful to certain people, certain cultures, whatever. So just you going back to the good old days of typing it, putting it out, making people read. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not just listen. Like, no, you got to read this. Coming from a person who went to school for journalism, I respect that a thousand. Oh, thank you. I thank respect you. that a thousand. So what are some things you're doing with the – Newsletter that you wasn't doing with the podcast. Is it the same content or are you putting more? I know the podcast is more about movies mm-hmm. and all that. So now with the blogs, are you going to do like write ups on basketball games, football games, uh, sports news, movies, comic books, reviews? Like what are you going to do with it? Oh, yeah. That's some basically the, the newsletter is basically a, basically a different form of content creation than the podcast. Basically, like in a way, it's the podcast, but in words, okay, and like I think with the newsletter, I wanted to be more how I put this. It, it gives me more freedom, leeway. Like let's say something that comes out 
Monday. I can mm-hmm. type something up, put it out Tuesday instead of waiting, you know, Thursday later on for that week. Okay. And I can be more, uh, I can't think of the word. I can't, I can't think, think of nothing. It's basically like, I can just, it gives me more, like I said, leeway. If I want to put two, three posts on a week, I can. Mm-hmm. I want to do once a week, I can. I can do twice a week. If I want to do a month, I can. Yeah. But yeah, basically the same thing if, let's say, if uh, I did, uh, I think the Gardens of the Galaxy trail was like one of my first things I, I put up there. I think it came out on a Monday, typed it up in like 15 minutes, a little paragraph, mm-hmm. sums it up, uh, put the trailer link in there. Because sometimes on a podcast when I talked about the trailer, more nine times out of ten, everybody hasn't seen it. Yes, so, so you could post that link yeah, the, at the bottom. So you can either watch it, then read it, or read it, then watch it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, I think I did that. I did the college football playoffs. When, when it comes to sports, I'm probably going to talk about like big, like big events like playoffs, Super Bowl, NFL playoffs, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And also, I, I was actually writing my uh, year end, like the 10 best things I watched in 2022. Okay. I think that comes out. New Year's Eve, I get that plug in. Yep. But yeah, I think it, uh, the newsletter was basically just um, the podcast, but in a different format. You're still going to get the same content, sports, movies, anime, all that stuff. Of course, when the Marvel movies come out, I can type it up with more like precise thoughts instead mm-hmm. of just like, oh, yeah, that was good because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I could probably talk about the, the plot a little bit more, dive in a little bit more detail mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, but that's basically what was the purpose in the newsletter, just a different form of content creation or content distribution. Creating your own lane. Yeah. I respect it, bro. And uh, being that, I always wanted to ask you this too, even going back to the podcast and now with the newsletter, being where you at now near Atlanta, have you looked into like going to different uh, conventions in terms of anime? Cause I know you're deep into the anime, even tomorrow, I know they had different conventions. Mm-hmm. You ever thought about like going out there and just scoping the scene and networking or something like that? Have you ever thought, it's just a random question, like I always thought about it. I always wanted to go to a convention. Uh, I know Atlanta has... Um, I know they got Dragon Con, they got Atlanta Comic Con, mm-hmm. I think AWA, they call it Anime Week in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I haven't thought about it in depth, but the goal, like the big goal is to go to Comic Con in San Diego. That's like the the, the end all be all, the biggest one. Okay. Maybe a few years later, mm-hmm. that's the goal, but I haven't really thought about just going to one. Okay. But maybe, you know, if, if I see it, I have enough time to prepare. I'm not going to dress up or anything. I just want to go yeah. see, the, <laughs> up and see the sites. I yeah. put a shirt on. That's at the most I'll do. Yeah. All right. So that's dope, man. Plug it in once again, your food page and your uh, newsletter, by the way. Uh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm eating. We're on. I think, <laughs> I think the tag is going to be up there. But yeah. we're on Instagram and TikTok. Whether you follow both. Follow either or. Yeah, Instagram and TikTok. So, yeah, I mean, food page, or not food page, Facebook page should be coming sometime in 2023. And got the High Times newsletter. We're at uh, High on Infinity Podcast on Facebook and High Infinity Pod on Twitter. Just whenever I do a post, just, you know, probably take about two, three minutes to read. Any support will be good. All right. On either platform. Facts. So, now, let's switch lanes once again. Let's go to sports real quick. Let's do some sports talk. First, I want to ask you about Auburn football. Okay. Because, bro, being a fan of football, fan of sports, we know when you get the the a moral, they call it a moral victory in terms of the season over with. Mm-hmm. But when y'all, I forgot, I don't know, Mississippi State, I don't know who y'all beat at home, but y'all won in Cadillac. You would have thought y'all just won a national championship. Oh, yeah. Cadillac was running around the field. 
of course, me, I think me and you is on the same page in terms of he might not be head coach, but just keep him on the coaching staff, which they've done. Oh, yeah, I think uh, – I want to say he's the same position. He, yeah, like, like, like we don't, he don't got to be the head coach. Like, me being an Ohio State fan, you know, me and you were talking, though, as uh-huh. people who like sports, like, yeah, he might not get head coach, but I think they should still keep him on the staff. Coming from an Auburn fan, seeing that – the victory, what do you think Auburn needs to go now with a new head coach, no matter, you know, the opinion about him or whatnot? In terms of just football on the field, where do you think Auburn needs to start at to get y'all back to where y'all want to be? Yeah, of course, you know, with Hugh Freeze, he comes with baggage. We're going to say that. Like, yeah. You can look it up on online. I think uh, where we need to go, I, we have good players. I think, I think Robbie Ashford can be, you know, once you mold him and coach him up, I think he could be a – Pretty good quarterback to because in my opinion, Auburn, I say within his last, I'll say ten years or so, mm-hmm. his best years was when they did like a read option. Mm-hmm. You had a quarterback that can both run and pass, like Nick Marshall, Cam Newton, Bo Nix here and there, you know, like yeah. I know Auburn fans was uh, on Bo Nix, but at the end of the day, like athletically, yeah, he had everything. But you know, with that position of quarterback, Half of it is mental. Yeah, it takes more than just running. You got to still be able to read defenses mm-hmm. and, yeah. And now he's at Oregon balling, having me sit back. He's like, dang, maybe it really was us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, I, I root for Bo Nix for a far. Hope he do good. He thinks he's coming back for his fifth season. Yeah, I saw he said he returning, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he has a good year. He could probably, uh, i say, a third or fourth round draft pick. Maybe yeah. even higher. You never yeah. know. But, yeah, but, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but back to Auburn, I think – I think Hugh Freeze is, is more of an offensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to, like I said, do a little more read options, spread the ball out. Also, you know, you need the players too. Okay. And uh, last thing with college football, because you, you're talking about you know, players and all that, the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to be that crazy. And I, I understand that, you know, you want to get playing time and all that. Do you think at the end of the day it's going to benefit some players more than others? Like we see with Bo Nitz, his situation, mm-hmm. but – it seems like because I'm not deep into I know my team, you oh, know, yeah, so yeah. even I don't even know the recruits and oh, yeah, all no. that. I'm not that deep into it, but you seeing like these people transferring, it's like, yo, why don't you just play your role, stick with the team? If you a sophomore, that don't mean you got to start. Just come back, learn on the sideline, learn how to read the defense from the sideline. It just seems you know, like they, they, I get it. You want to get the money, the NIL situation. Mm-hmm. I understand it. So at the end of the day, you think it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing? The well, transfer portal. I, I think it depends. I think USC, they had, excuse me, they had uh, four wins last year, and they got like, of course, with Caleb Williams, they had like mm-hmm. twenty other transfer portal players, and now they have what eleven wins, possibly yeah. twelve with the bowl games. I say, in some cases, it can be good. That's an easy way to get. Easy way to get good okay. with your recruits and your transfer portal people coming in. But also, like, with transfer portal, what I see or what I think, you know, a lot of their kids yeah. at the end of the day. So kids, especially great college players, great high school players, they have egos. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's say with Alabama, they come in, and hey, I'm a five-star quarterback. I did this, this, and this. Well, you're in the other room with other, like, three or four five-star yeah. quarterbacks. And I don't know if they know. Only one person can play quarterback. Yeah, right. And maybe let's say they don't get it. But, oh, well, I'm going to go to – I'm going to transfer here. I'm definitely start. And I think it's one of them, like, they don't want to – I won't say they don't want to put the work in, but they want that immediate, you know. Yeah. I come in, boom, I'm starting already. Yeah, and it goes with the times, too. That's how the, the days were. That everybody don't want to instantly pop. They want uh-huh. the instant success. But sometimes you just got to wait your turn. Like how Tua did when – I think you saw the picture. It was Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Matt Jones – 
all that Alabama, Ohio, yeah. Ohio State shit. We had Joe Burrow, and he transferred, oh, yeah. went to LSU, and we see what he became. So sometimes you got to play your role, and sometimes you got to trust in yourself and trust that, okay, if I leave this school and go to another school, I'm going to show them why I should have started when I was at my old school. So it really just by player-by-player player basis in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, just like depending on the player. Also, it's not a guarantee that you're in a – you eat yeah. one school, go to another school, you're going to be starting. Yeah, because that coach got his own – they got their own thing going on on that side of the country in some cases mm-hmm. that, yeah, okay, you're doing this in the Big Ten, but you come to the USC, that don't mean we operate the same as, you know, a Penn State or whatever like that. So, yeah, it's just player by places, team by team, coach by coach in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, damn Lakers, man. I'm just looking to the camera. Damn Lakers, man. We didn't want to say it. Nobody <laughs> didn't want to say it. When it was going on, I was happy for him. Anthony Davis was balling out. I was like, yeah, he doing what he doing. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, hey, man, he might want to sit out. For Not really because you're thinking. It's like, you're like, dang, bro, need to sit probably a couple games. When you sit, you're like, he probably get rested. He probably get a little bit comfortable sitting out. So, like, well, you got to play. But when he plays, like, bro, any given moment, it can happen. Yeah. And it happens. Oh man, because he was he, I know, like, during that ten to fifteen game stretch. He, he had balling. a he had a stretch where he was balling, bro. Uh-huh. And everybody like, yo, Anthony, they're like, yeah, we know this is what he can do when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. We know that, but in the back of our mind, bro, you that injury bug, it just don't seem to go away. I might need to I might need to fly to L A and just see what the hell he do during <laughs> the offseason. Like, I know California people hike up mountains. Don't do that. Yeah, like just. I think I saw one play that, like, he got hurt when he was in the air. Like, jumping in the air, there was, like, he felt it when he was in the air. I was like, damn, like. Also, drink some milk, too, Anthony Davis. Yeah. The good milk. You know, this thing that you got almond milk, whatever. I'm like, bro, find what fit for you, bro. Do something, man. But it ain't even just Anthony Davis with our Lakers, bro. Just the way the team is constructed. Yeah. It's like, yo, we're going to take what we get each game. It's not like a set type of style. It's like. Game by game, and there's so many great teams in the league, man. You can't operate on a game by game base. You got to have some type of identity. And with Anthony Davis out, it's like now it's a free for all. We got Brown, we got Westbrook, we got uh, what AR fifteen. Oh. Uh, yeah, we got we got so many other people. It's like it just don't gel well. I I didn't see it gelling well when we got Westbrook. Yeah, man. for me, it's like I don't put the blame on him, but it just that's just a player where it's like. He's a wild card, damn near. Yeah, at first I wasn't I wasn't doing cartwheels when we got Russ. When you think about it, we traded Kuzma. We traded our core. Yeah, Kuzma, KCP, and Harold. And essentially, when they got Westbrook, they had enough money to pay Caruso. So, mm-hmm. so essentially, you lost four players in that trade. Four players. Well, three of them was the core of mm-hmm. your title team. And, and, and Harold should have been playing more. Oh really. yeah, I was. I was amped when we got Harold. Yeah. Okay, like bench production, all that stuff. Yeah, but like you said, I no some some Laker fans are like, oh my god, it's all Russ' fault. Like, no, it's not all. It's Russ not fault. all his fault. Granted, uh, shooting five and nineteen yeah. and ten turnovers that didn't help. I think the the year they won the title, they wasn't a good three point shooting team. They just got hot at the yeah, right time. Yeah, got hot in the bubble at the right time. Yeah, yeah, but with with LeBron, he's playing great for a player to be disciplined in his career. But yeah. at the same time, you don't want to. Rely on a guy in year twenty. Yeah, we can't be the best player. We can't. That's what I'm saying. It's so many great young players. We could have got Buddy Hill. Mm-hmm. We could have got certain players that we needed. Maybe not a star talent, but somebody who can. Okay, Ant Davis out like he is now. Uh-huh. We got somebody who can step up to the plate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying on a consistent basis and not like you said, go for five for nineteen and 
be airballing mid-range shots or something like that. So it just – I don't know what's going on in that front office, man. It just seemed like they rolled the dice on Russ. And I'm like, but you should know what type of players LeBron need around him. Why would you roll the dice on a player? Like, then you brought in Patrick Beverly. I'm like, ain't these dudes like fucking uh, – <laughs> Dr. X and Matt Nito or something like that. Don't they, like, hate each other? Like, why would you bring somebody in that? I don't know, man. I remember the day I, I got the notification on ESPN, ESPN that we got Patrick Beverly. I just looked at my phone for, like, five minutes. Like, it don't make sense. Actually, I, I did like the team we had after the championship. Yeah, injuries, yeah. Yeah, it was just LeBron, AD, had Kuzma. We lost to the Suns. Yeah. yeah. Harold Caruso, like, Grant, you probably, I think we should have ran that team back. Maybe change a couple pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. Not get Westbrook, but change a couple things here and there. Like I said, we was up, what, 2-1 to one in that series? Of yeah. course, injuries happened, but, you know, not can't make no excuses. We lost the series, yeah. you know. But, like you said, the West is is getting good. Like, it's the deep, Suns, the Suns was a punching bag four years ago. That was, you looked at the Suns four years ago. Oh, boy, the Suns, easy dub. Now, mm-hmm. they're not an easy win. Memphis, even, let's say, the younger teams like Houston – Houston, and, um, uh, Denver Nuggets, yeah, Denver Nuggets, Dallas, yeah, Utah before, but now they they done strip, they done uh, they cleaning up a little bit in Utah. But when Mitchell was there and Go uh, Gobert, they were still around for. Yeah, they were real. still a contending team. Um, who else? It's another team we missing. Golden State, of course. Yeah, Golden State, yeah. So yeah, right, that's the league in general, like the East and West. Like you just can't. You never know what to expect any given night. Oh, yeah. Like the Knicks at the time, I know the Knicks was on like an eight-game win streak. I think they're eight, still on it. Eight, nine-game win streak. They picked up the point guard from Dallas, and mm-hmm. he fitting in well with them. It just now you really can't – you can build a team, but it's now best to have that core where we know we got a Giannis, Middleton, Holiday. We got three automatically yeah. secured. They're not going nowhere for a couple of years. They just surround those three guys with people. You got Memphis. Core, they got a whole, they whole team. Stephen Adams, the OG, mm-hmm. they got a whole team. So John Morant out, we could still win twenty games without John Morant. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's just the way the league is set up now, and I like it that way. Uh, so I don't think I asked you who you got like representing East and West. Ooh, that's tough because uh, I, I watch NBA here and there. Like I said, till Christmas come on, that's yeah. when I start like that's when everybody locking in. Yeah, I just looked up the standings like two, three days ago. Yeah, but uh, out of the East and West, I say. Who you prefer to see in the finals? I'm a Giannis guy, so I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I think he's my favorite player in the league. Well, he's been my favorite player since Kobe retired, so I kind of root for him. Um, I know that uh, people say he don't got a bag, <laughs> like he's either just running, like charging straight to the paint. But hey, he won a title with so that, wait, so you dominant and you got players around oh, yeah. you. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, but of course, <laughs> the East ain't gonna be easy. You still got the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I think the Sixers is gonna have a, a, a saying in it as well. I'm probably missing a, another team in there. Can't always you gotta always count the heat in, you know. But I think the Bucks are gonna I like the Bucks in the East and the the West, who is tough. Because Steph is hurt at the moment. Even yeah. with Steph being hurt, they wasn't really playing really good basketball. Yeah, they, they started very but slow. The Suns have been I think the Suns are getting blown out when I watched them last night against Memphis. I think they was on a losing streak for a minute. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever since uh Chris Paul got exposed, they've been, I'm joking, <laughs> they've been on that losing streak. Yeah. But the West the West is so deep because the Pelicans are playing really good now. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna go with the Bucks and I know the Nuggets are playing really good now. Um Oh, don't forget uh Cleveland too out east. Oh yeah, well, yeah, Cleveland got a nice little yeah. core too. Yeah, they got they go they go have something to say too, mm-hmm. and um, I want to get the West answer before I before I ask you something. Uh, 
West. Ooh, that's tough on the West. I got to think. Oh, man. I'm just going to say, yeah, Bucks and. Yeah, boy, Luca. Luca still playing. You know what? I'm, I'm going to be different. I'm going to go Bucks, Nuggets. Two of my favorite players, Giannis and Jokic. Okay. okay. But let me ask you a question. Or have you heard that? I don't know, like, the, what's the, uh, how true this is. They're saying, I think I saw Bleacher Report put this out. Mm-hmm. They're saying that don't be shocked if Trey Young asked for a trade. I've been seeing he they say he been having some back and forth with the head coach. Yeah, I've been seeing. I saw it if not yesterday, day before yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. It was some page on Instagram. I didn't know if it was like a valid page, oh, but yeah. they had like a slideshow of like behind the scenes news that people not talking about. And I remember I watching one of the Hawks game on uh, Bali Sports, uh-huh. the Hawks home network. And I think Dominique or Vince Carter, one of the guys who ain't, uh, uh, announced those games, he was like, "Yeah, hopefully they can put that behind them." I think they had a conversation. I'm like, oh, I ain't heard about this before. It really hasn't been talked about because, because you got to listen to, like, the Hawks network. The, yeah, yeah, I did. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I did hear that. I heard that. But I feel like, I mean, they got uh, Murray now. So Yeah. And Trey Young, if you watch those games, I love to watch them play, but you watch Trey Young, bro, it's sometimes he'll just come up the court and just shoot it. And it's like, damn, dog, like, set up a play or something. So Like 20 seconds on the, on the I, shot clock. I feel like if that's the case for real, I don't think they'll be hesitant to let him go. Well, if they can get a good trade for oh, him. Yeah. Well, like I said, they got married. They got – I think they said Collins was on the trade. He was on the trade block. Yes. Uh, everything, I think ever since the offseason. So I wouldn't be surprised. They'd be like, hey, man, we can get a good deal for you. We can, we'll can, we let you go. We got married. Like, you had a good run. We, we went to New York and all that. But since then – you ain't really showed and proved. We, I think it was, what, the conference finals that year? Yeah. So, hey, you did that, but I don't think they'll be hesitant to let them go if they can get a good deal for them. Lakers, we got someone for you. Yeah, oh, yeah, we oh, got plenty of people. We, we, we got yeah. one, per- one person. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. trade you straight up for them. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, shh. I'm gonna be mad at it. I'm going to the I'm going to a Hawks game in January. So long as you don't get traded before that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having Trey on the Lakers. Oh yeah, I like him as a player, but oh, I'm yeah. saying the, in terms of. If him and the coach of the Hawks having an issue and they talking about trading him, if they can get a good deal, I wouldn't be shocked if the Hawks made that deal, if they can get a good deal for him. Like I said, Lakers got a great deal for him. If they can get a good deal, and I like that Lakers move because that's on the West. I don't think they'll trade him to like – Oh, yeah, they going to trade him to somebody they, East, might, yeah. Yeah, they might see in the playoffs. Exactly. So, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll see. All right. Let's go to NFL, man, real quick. I can't remember the last time a Super Bowl champion had just came and went. Oh, you, you're hitting me with all, 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 all Auburn, the Lakers, and now the Rams. Once I saw I saw down the lineup, I was like, man, he hit me with everything. <laughs> it's like, bro, after like week two, I completely forgot about the Rams. I haven't heard nothing about SoFi Stadium, nothing like that. So y'all got the chip though. Yeah, it ain't yeah. like y'all lost and you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. So. First off, what's your thoughts about the Rams season? I thought even with the full lineup, we were still, I think, 3-3, three and 3-4. Three, three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, I know offensive line was ravaged going into the season, and now the season progressing. I think, I think all the starters are hurt now. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, they shut Stafford down for the year because he got a concussion. Cooper Cup had a high ankle sprain, so he's out for the year. Allen Robinson, the second guy, even though he, has, he hasn't been performing good, he's out with a foot injury for the rest of the year. <sighs> They shut Aaron Donald down. I think a high ankle sprain. Oh, so no wonder. It's just injuries at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, oh shit. Yeah. No wonder. Then. It just it just happens, man. I, yeah. You know, you know, you, know all, you, can, you can use injury as an excuse, but at the same time, you know, we are with your record. It's yeah. really, you know, 
Yeah, and y'all were built to win last year, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if, if they didn't win last year, yeah. and then you have this year, then I'll be like, dang, but, hey. Y'all took usually, advantage last year, yeah. A Super Bowl usually buy you three, four years. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this whole thing with Odell, man? Like, did, oh. is it over with? Is he just saying, I'll just wait it out? Because for, like, what, what, two, three weeks ago, it just felt like the Cowboys were oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was at the games with them and everything. So, what do you think about that? I think – I think they said Odell, he just went to free agency now. But I think that cause they said that he'll be ready in January, which yeah. is, you know, if you go to a playoff team, I'm pretty sure they don't want to try to incorporate someone in the play in the middle of a playoff yeah. run. But uh, they were saying that, like, Odell didn't want to work out for nobody. But uh, the teams are like – I mean, Brady just came back from what, ACL? Yeah, I'm saying, like, <laughs> with, with, with teams, they want to see you. Yeah. They want to see you run. Like, okay, it's a great uh, – Analogy because you just bought a car recently, what a year or two ago? Yeah, 2020 pandemic. Okay, yeah. so when you went to the lot, you picked out, okay, I want this car. Mm-hmm. You ain't just getting the damn car yeah, and drive yeah, off the lot. No. Yeah, the test drive. Yeah, no. NBT, they're going to invest millions of dollars in you. Yeah. They want to see, hey, can he still cut? Can he still run this route, run that route without the need bothering him? They want to mm-hmm. see what you can do before they invest their time, money. And it was a no contact injury when you got hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, I didn't know that was even possible. There's a lot of stuff I've been thinking about in sports. I didn't know it was even possible. Uh-huh. It was something, I forgot, something else that happened. I was like, bro, I didn't know that was even. The Boston Celtics situation oh, yeah. with the coach, and they are like, maybe Brooklyn may pick him up. I like, I didn't know that was possible. With Odell, they was like, yeah, if he come on, he coming in January before the playoffs. I was like, bro, I didn't know that was even a thing. I like. I think I- as long as. Technically, your season is still going on. You could pick somebody up. Okay, I just never heard nobody like imagine if Tom Brady them when they was undefeated that year. They're like, you know what? To add on to the fact, let's bring in such and such on defense before the playoffs. And I never thought about that because they were like, yeah, he might go with the Cowboys. And I like, yeah, it seemed like I mean he had games with Diz and uh-huh. Michael Parsons and all them. So yeah, I just wanted to you know what I'm saying get your thoughts on that. Uh, how you think? How you feel about the season overall in terms of? How Minnesota, they came back uh, last weekend against the Colts. I think with Detroit Lions, they started off horrible, and I didn't want like six, seven straight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Buffalo still in the midst, of course. So how do you feel about the season overall and fantasy as well? Uh, I'll probably start the season as a a whole first. Uh, It's been pretty fun, you know. I think think during the Vikings game, they were down like 30-0. I was like – I thought I always thought they were the team on borrowed time, but there's no way mm. you can keep winning close games yeah. every single week. And then they came back and won. The Bills, I think the Bills are, I think the Bills are a built to win now team, mm-hmm. like the Rams were last year. Uh, of course, you always got to look out for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They've been there, done that. And in the NFC, I know the Eagles been a surprise. I did not, I did not have the Eagles going. Philly been thirteen and one. Is I is hurts is hurts playing tomorrow? No. Oh. No, I think it hurts out with a Damn. shoulder injury. Damn. Yeah. That was, that was going to be it, boy. And they're saying that, that that might hurt his MVP case. I can't – who – what, Patrick Mahomes second, right? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes go out this weekend and throw like four yeah. touchdowns. It's probably, you know, yeah. it's probably done. But it, it, I think this season's been real – it's been a good one. You never know. Like, usually the past few years have been like, okay, it's going to be Tom Brady mm-hmm. out of this and maybe a couple other teams in the AFC or NFC, wherever. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I forgot to can't forget about Joe Burrow. Yeah, Burrow, Cincinnati, uh, Jamar Chase, those guys. Yeah, they, they got a team too. They're 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 one of the teams that built through the draft. Mm-hmm. Shoot, uh, don't be don't be sleeping on Miami too. Oh yeah, we know Tyreek Hill. But did you see that play? Was it last week? Couple, I think it was last week. It was a fumble, 
and the old lineman like swiped at the Tyreek oh, Hill. Picked it up and ran. Man, I was like, yeah, yeah, I never, bro. Shout out to Deion Sanders, prime time. Uh, many NFL players with nicknames that fit them. Oh yeah, but Tyreek Hill and Cheetah probably the greatest nickname for a football player. I can think it not the probably not the greatest nickname, but the nickname that fits him that in the refrigerator. Oh. <laughs> but Tyreek Hill, when he say he cheated, that that shit was crazy. He like picked it up, bro, and ran. Yeah, he ran around. He just picked it up and go straight. He like, uh, he cut it back and yeah. ran all the way other side. That's that's just something you can't just draw. Yeah. That's just something you yeah. Yeah, look at the coach, but hey, man, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> yeah. You get back to the sideline, you just gotta be like, hey. Yeah, like. and also it's good. It's a good time for NFL because, you know, the the heavy hitters Brady and Rogers, they're having they're struggling or their teams are struggling. So yeah. it's good to see like the young guns, your Josh Allen, your, mm-hmm. you know, Mahomes been there, done that already. Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts. Uh, there's someone else in the NFC. I, I want to see my boy step up, man, from the Chargers too. Oh, Herbert? Uh, Herbert, yeah, Hell yeah. I want to see him step up. But the the Chargers, they're just it's just every year they get hit with an injury or something. Mm-hmm. It just it, there's one of them teams like it, it, they it just sometimes they just have bad luck. Yeah, I love seeing the memes now. Anytime Rogers or Brady lose, they got the uh, SpongeBob. Uh, how many times you got to show you this old man? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love when I, it's always funny when Brady lose, and they always show that Brock Lesnar video when he when he's talking to Hulk Hogan like parties over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. So who you got Super Bowl? Who you got? Ooh. Well, what matchup? And you know what I'm saying I'm gonna say. Even though they're struggling, I'm not, I'm not saying this team gonna go to the Super Bowl. But even though they're struggling, you can never count Tom Brady out in the playoffs. Like he's like the NFL version of a final boss in a video game. Like they yeah. get where you need to get, you probably got to go through Tom Brady. But I think, <laughs> I think in order to for him to retire, someone got to like beat his team down. They, yeah. they got to beat him like 45 10 or something. You can't yeah. just get a, a close loss and I'm like, okay, you know we had him. Maybe I'll come back next. No, you got to beat him down. But out of the NFC. It's tough because everybody's on the Eagles right now, and I want to be the guy. I'm just picking chalk. Uh, ooh, I think at the Eagles, Cowboys are there. Uh, Minnesota, who else? Um, Minnesota. I'm trying to think of who. I'm trying to get the divisions in my head. Yeah. Tampa. Uh, but you know they won't make it to the playoffs anyway. But I think Giants in the mix. No, I don't. Huh. They in the. The NFC yeah, East. They're, they're in the mix, but I don't think. You like the East and the South and switch roles this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Like the East were the least, what do you call it, NFC least. Yeah. And now the South is more like that now. I had to pick a team. Yeah, I think those are the top three. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, so I want to I pick the Eagles. Everybody's picking yeah. them up. I'm going to be different. I'm going to say, hmm. hell, give me the Vikings. Okay. You know, I just said they're on borrowed time. <laughs> and I, uh, I got the Eagles in the. Bills and I want the Bills to win because Griselda. Okay, okay, I can see that. But <laughs> at the AFC, I mean, it's, it's it's between to me it's between three teams: uh, Bills, Chiefs, and uh, the uh, the Bengals. But I'm gonna have to go with because granted, Joe Burrow's been there, done that. Even though they ain't win the Super Bowl, they know what it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes with the crew, they've been there, done that. The Bills, they always get right there with something. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. Give me Chiefs, Vikings. Okay. And might as well get Patrick Mahomes a second Super Bowl. Okay. How's your fantasy been doing? Oh, it's it's been going, I'll say decent. Uh, I think seven teams. I'm yeah, I said out of seven teams, four in the playoffs. Oh, you got seventeen? Yeah. Like real uh real leads 
just you just threw your team in like these autos. Or uh, some of them is like, I think two or three are actually. I'm, I'm a part of a league with other people I yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. And then the other four is just I, I just hop in a league. Okay, then. But an uh, interesting thing I do is uh. <laughs> Be like, damn, Jake, you crazy for this? Uh, some in in the leagues I just join just to join. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do a auto draft. I okay. just let them pick my team. Yeah, I just come back. Oh, this is what I got. Let's work with it. Like you do for uh, so you do that. How you do the March Madness brackets like that? Something like that. You just create because you know a lot of people think you know when you in fantasy, it's like a week by week thing. Like for me, you got some leagues you got money involved. Mm-hmm. So you are saying for the ones that you just auto do, you just auto like. Whoever, like, oh, yeah. it's well, not it's not a league you invested in like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Like, I just work with what I got. Of course, throughout the season, you pick people up here and there, but mm-hmm. I just work with what I got. Sometimes, actually, I actually do pretty good in some of my auto draft because I think I won a couple. Usually, I win at least one a year in okay. an auto draft league. Okay, so I might try to do that because it's my first year doing it, and I've enjoyed it. Like, you know, me as oh, a yeah. person who not really invested in the NFL team, uh-huh. I'm more of a player's guy. So, I've enjoyed it from that aspect. Of course, like I said, Derek Carr. Me being my first year, you know, everybody like, oh, you got to get a good running back. You got to get, get a good running back. So I picked up Najee Harris. Okay. Thinking, you know, just somebody I know of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But next year, I definitely got players who I know. Like, I'm seeing how Diggs and Josh Allen, A.J. Oh, yeah. Brown, Jalen Hurt. I'm seeing different people who I'm like, shit, even Justin Fields. I got Justin Fields. I'm like, okay, I can go with my boy for the time being. You know, if Chicago were to give him some damn protection or something. But we're going to talk about that another time. I'm like, okay, I can see how that worked. Running backs, I've been trashed because every running back I done picked, except Najee Harris, that they had injuries. So I got two on IR right now, and I was like, you know what? I'm not about to even get into it. Just let them sit out, whatever. So. I actually had them in one of my money leagues. I had a monster team. I ain't going to lie. I had a, Joe Burrow was my QB. Mm-hmm. I had that dude for the Jets, Brees Hall. He was like a rookie. He got okay. hurt. Okay. But my wide receiver core, just check this out, my wide receiver core, Fully healthy was Cooper Cup, mm. AJ Brown, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins, mm. and they only played like two weeks before Cooper Cup got hurt. Damn. Yeah, and, I, and people and my and my league laughed at me when I drafted DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I about to say he was out for uh, most of the season. Yeah, I was like, when you got Cooper Cup, and AJ Brown, you could wait. Mm-hmm. But it just like I said injuries, man. But uh, I've, I've been I say yeah, four teams out of seven. Seven is like a that's a that's a low number on a for fantasy. Usually one one year I had eight teams. Damn. And I ain't gonna lie, the next year I might bump it down to like five because eight teams, that's, you know, it's a lot. Because sometimes you be like, you got Patrick Mahomes in one league, he throw five touchdowns. I'm like, okay, Pat Mahomes threw five touchdowns for my team. Going another league, the other guy got Patrick yeah. Mahomes and he threw the yeah. five touchdowns. You're like, dang, yeah. you're, you're winning by 15 in one league, you're losing by 15 in the other uh-huh. league. Yeah, that began me. I'd be like, uh, I'll have somebody for, let's say, for the Vikings, for mm-hmm. instance. I had somebody, I had the kicker when they beat the Colts. Uh-huh. I had the kicker. He gave me great points. But the person I was playing had Justin Jefferson. Oh. And I was like, damn, that kind of, that canceled it. That definitely canceled it out. And I was like, okay, the kicker gave me some points. Yeah. But the right receiver who actually making the plays, mm-hmm. the person, my opponent got him. So I was like, oh, you got to take what you take, though, at the end of the day. You know, still got the points. But shit, Jefferson gave me, gave him way more points than the kicker gave me. But at the end of the day, at least it wasn't like me and drafted Russell Wilson yeah. with your quarterback. Man, that's a <laughs> – yeah, and Denver just never – when I saw that, I was like – for one, I thought he would just be one one of those guys, him and Pete Carroll in Seattle. I oh, thought yeah. it was going to be like that and end like that. So. Now, they said that for a couple of years they yeah. were – they were 
I'm not saying on the outs, but maybe really since that Super Bowl loss. Yeah, that's to probably the that's probably the best way. Yep, because that's just I mean, right there you got Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, it just hey, it just happens. Yep. All right, man. So Jake, I like appreciate you for coming through, man. Thank you for coming. For, before we leave, just leave the people with some motivation. You know, what I'm saying something for the new year. You know, what I'm saying real quick, leave the episode on a positive note. I say positive note, words of wisdom. I say just don't be afraid to step out your comfort zone. If you want to do something, podcast, you want to do a food page, workout page, it, art, anything, and you're hesitant about, well, you know, I don't think everybody going to want, want to see this and do that. Let's say you post something on your new venture. It only gets like four likes. But that's four more likes you would have gotten if you didn't do it at all. But, yeah, but that's probably – We'll end it on that. Just don't be afraid to step out your comfort zone. Comfort zone. Don't be afraid to try something new because you never know. You might like whatever you do, and that wouldn't have happened if you never would have tried it. Man, one thing I've been repeating for the past month, I feel like, mm-hmm. when I have those conversations, the world bigger than your community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The world is bigger than your neighborhood. The world is bigger than your circle. Just because this person don't want to hear it or see it, don't mean somebody in Arkansas or Kentucky, California, wherever. I don't mean they don't want it. It's Florida, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Just that's the one. Like I said, one of the good thing about social media, get your stuff out there for anybody and everybody to see it. So whenever you do it, just put your mind to it, man, and put something out that you feel comfortable with. Whether if you feel comfortable talking to Instagram models and talking about relationships, fit to fit, and all that, somebody want to hear it. I'm sure, but just know, oh, yeah. whatever you put, everybody is not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? If it does turn out for everybody, salute. You know what I'm saying? Even though I don't like this song on me, it's, a, it's not a hit. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a lot of people be thinking about, like, oh, everybody got to like it. Everybody. It's not for everybody to like, man. If you play a song, if I play Jake a song and Jake was like, oh, yeah, man, Tyler, let ride, whatever, whatever. I listen, somebody else listen to it. Oh, I don't know about that. And then I'd be like, oh, well, Jake said he like it, but this person don't like it, so it must not be good. No, Jake just got a different ear than this person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything's objective. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't listen to Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift sold like a million in a week or something like that. Yeah. So my opinion don't matter because Taylor Swift got other fans. There's audience out there for everybody. There's audience out there for everybody, man. So that's one thing I really want to bring into 2023. You're doing content, whatever. Just put it out. Somebody want to see it. Somebody looking forward to seeing it, reading it, all that. So just bet on yourself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. All right, so once again, my partner Jake came through in the studio. First time in the studio, definitely not the last. Once again, bro, I want to appreciate you for coming through. This has been another episode of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out, have a great work week, great school week. Stay warm, drink some water. Keep me in prayers. I do the same for y'all. Salute.